Hello and welcome to Forward, a podcast all about moving forward in the direction of our dreams. I am your host, Lydia Morales. So whether you're running, stumbling, or crawling forward, I am here for you. We're going to figure it out together and do amazing things. And make sure you sign up for my newsletter so you can get notified when a new episode airs and you'll get live updates and behind the scenes with me every week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode on Forward. I am so happy for you to be here, and I cannot wait for you to listen to today's guest. We have here Beauty Camacho, who is the founder of Fun Forte and Beauty Collabs. Beauty, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Doing great. I'm so excited to be on your podcast and share a little bit more about myself. I feel like whenever um, we do these types of interviews and um, types of guest appearances, it's just so monumental for me because there are people who will need you in that exact time right when they put their earphones in or turn their phone on. And, you know, it's it's the, it's the timing for me. It's so awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course, I'm so happy for you to be on this platform too. And I cannot wait for everyone to hear your story because you are incredible. Oh my God, you do so much and and you're helping your community out so much as well. And so I cannot wait to listen to to this story. Um, But do let us know, what does your life look like right now? What it is that you do? And and then we'll take you back to the beginning because we want to hear it all. Sure. Oh, my gosh. So 2022 really kind of um, was my year of not giving an F about anything. And it was a really scary year for me to make that decision in because I was just always the yes person. Whenever somebody needed something, I could handle it or find a way to make things work. And, you know, I was pretty much everybody's problem solver. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I really needed to clear my slate for for me and that that 2022 was just such a monumental move for me to be able to say effort to everything mm-hmm. and um everyone even and uh it was we dodged out oh, uh was okay thank you was because I thought you know it was again like things were gonna backfire and it was gonna be complete chaos for me to not be involved in the things that I was regularly involved in like little by little I slowly um you know stopped uh taking on some leadership roles stopped saying yes to certain opportunities wanted to do things for myself basically and see where that took me And it was such a beautiful execution of things because I pretty much was in this like state of relaxation and just allowing things to be magnetized to me. So um, when I tried to explore with that, things were just coming to me that I didn't have to search for. And even if they did come to me, it didn't mean that I had to partake in it. You know, I was able to confidently say no or confidently say yes and it was such a beautiful thing for me because like I mentioned before I was everybody's yes girl and I was I really I didn't experience a bit of a burnout but I did feel like I was suffocating myself Mm. by doing that and um yeah 2022 was such an amazing year because 
Um, I was able to focus on the, the parts of my businesses that I really wanted to. I was able to put some projects on pause and be like, you know what, the world's not going to end if you do this. <laughs> so it was, I put myself in this bit of an eternal vacation mode and um, it was, it was amazing. I found um, one of my old friends and I, we reconnected and we found out that there was just so much about each other that we have in common. And he is literally like my twin. Okay. You're good there. But oh my God, that's so cute. Okay. So you're getting married. He's your twin. It was so cute. It was such a cute experience. And I was just telling him like, it's so interesting how we've been friends for the longest time. He, he had liked me for the longest time too, but that's where I am now. Like just being able to, you know, um, trust myself and be in this eternal vacation mode because I was just in such a hustler mode before. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's what life should be was work hard, earn hard, play hard type of thing. And now I know that you don't have to do that, <laughs> especially, especially with me. I have two kids and um, and even this year, too, I acquired the, the property, like the house that my grandparents had gifted me. So it's it's been such an amazing, like magical momentum, if you would say, like. Yeah, so it's it's been so fun. Oh my goodness. And I just love what you just said, the eternal vacation mode. Like who doesn't want that? Oh my god. Exactly. Exactly. And um to make money while I'm sleeping, you know, I'll wake up and I'll see that there's there's uh, a sale or something from from systems that have been automated. I'm like, wow, this this is definitely what so many people have been talking about is that automation and waking up to those types of things so it's it's really nice to be in vacation mode and have to train yourself to get out of vacation mode so that you can work and play at the same time yeah <laughs> oh my goodness and did it take you a long time to get to this point because you were like you said you were in such a hustle mode so so was it just like that little not burnout you said but just that shift that you wanted to make that transition right. yeah I think it, it did it took a long time because um for me I'm the eldest grandchild and eldest child in my family so that meant that I'm the oldest kid but I'm also the youngest adult right <laughs> in that sense so I was always in a place of having to satisfy everybody else besides myself so for me to do that last year and to just have all this magic happen that's continuing to happen, it did. It took the, <laughs> the most of my life to, to have that happen for me because I was conditioned to continue to do that. And even as an adult, when we are given ourselves, you know, that space to, um, to learn who we are and to recondition and unlearn the things that we want to unlearn, it was like, okay, how can I move myself again forward if I don't know where I'm at? And that was such an important thing for me is I can't continue to go forward if I don't know my location right now. So I really had to assess myself in like 2021, 2020, uh, like leading into 2022. And I remember in December of 2021, I was like, I do not want to feel like this anymore where 
I am feeling suffocated by myself. You know, nobody else is doing it to me because everybody, whenever somebody presents an opportunity to for me, they're always asking if I'm available. But for some reason, I never knew how to say no. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll see how I can. It was never a. I, if I did say no, then I would feel like I have to give them this entire like book of explanations and oh, I'm so sorry, but I cannot do this blah, 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 X, Y, Z, you know, mm -hmm. so it was really, really powerful for me to get to this point. And um, I think also learning so much about myself and the things that I like and don't like and um, learning more about the different profiles that I fit in, you know, like people the people that study different things um, uh, or the different tests that we can, the different types of personality tests, that really helps me a lot to figure out, um, just kind of also see, like take it out of my head and my heart and see where I'm at. So again, yeah, just learning more about myself in order to move forward, because I feel like the, the past and my, like my life in the past has been a bit of a, um, kind of like a crank or like a, a stretch in my bow and arrow type of thing. I have been through so much stuff, even though there's a lot of things, like a lot of um, uh, successes that people see. Mm -hmm. Only recently in like 2020 was when I was more open about the different things that I have been through, um, starting from like sexual molestation when I was a little girl and then toxic relationship relationships all throughout my um, teen and adult life you know mm -hmm. so being transparent with myself that's where it started and then being able to share my story on things like that so people can say like hey everybody has a life to to live you know we're all going through some type of thing one way or another mm -hmm. and what really helped me in those situations was okay how can I just protect my peace and live laugh learn life goes on and that's kind of like my motto that I stuck to in order to through those different things oh my goodness thank you much for sharing that because a lot really you know what what we can go and how we move forward and and still have that that space to to expand and, and go towards our dreams and right. sharing that light it just it helps so many others and they can see oh I went through that too and I can accomplish so much so right, exactly so powerful so thank you for sharing that oh you're welcome thank you too yeah and so do take us back where did how did this journey even begin oh sure okay so oh my goodness I I feel like Again, I, I'm the eldest grandchild, right? And the eldest child. So I have always had to make sure things were according to either my grandparents, my aunties, uncles, my parents, uh, in order to not get in trouble, as well as to, or in order to be left alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and, uh, so there were things that had to be done in the household or in the family in order to have my peace. And if I, like certain chores or attending to certain people. And, um, you know, I have always been able to come up with like the slickest solutions and being able to help people in one way or another. So mm -hmm. I really brought that creativity all throughout my childhood. I was always like in a student leadership position from dang, like kindergarten all the way up until uh, college. And 
um, even as an adult, still holding on to those volunteerism roles mm -hmm. uh, wherever I, I know that I can fit my skills into. So I'd always be the first person to volunteer, last per first person to come, last person to leave type of type of effort, you know, and um, it did it did take me a lot. Uh, it did take me far doing that because people noticed that that was my work ethic. But I didn't notice that for myself and how unhealthy it was um, just only until the 2020s, yeah. you know, so it was yeah. it was really nice to be able to um, figure that out for myself. But uh, what kind of pretty much started my entrepreneurial journey was um, with my parents and uh, being able to help them in, with certain things. Uh, both of them held jobs, but they were also still very entrepreneurial. And I saw how much comfortability that has been able to give us as a family. I'm like, wow, this is, and as well as the people that they would help, you know? Mm -hmm. So I have always had that entrepreneurial mindset and um, leading into school. So I was always like the again, a student leader, but also the event planner and the fundraiser coordinator, like all throughout elementary and into college. And um, by high school, I was just like, man, I need to get paid for this. <laughs> you know, because people are already asking me to um, buy certain documents or to buy my time or to consult them on specific things. And this is as a high schooler. And I was so intimidated when I was a high schooler because I was like, man, I know I've done so much. I have all this, this experience, but my age, like, how's, how's, how are people gonna, gonna think giving this month, their money, their hard earned money to a high schooler. So I, I didn't start my business until maybe um, 2000. Yeah. 2013 is when I started, when I like really licensed my business and my business ideas. So um, next month was as a licensed business, but oh my gosh, I've been um, like learning and applying entrepreneurial studies since I was 13, like officially, but I've been reading, reading entrepreneurial media since, man, probably even before I was 10 years old. It was just always so fascinating to me, like learning how people make money, learning how they build these big corporations you know so it's been such a, a blessing to be able to to learn money or learn how to make money learn how to apply your ideas learn how to bring your ideas to fruition and um, that's also what brought me to um, following Carrie in 2013 mm -hmm. um, from the Female Entrepreneur Association and I know that's where we met was kind of yeah. like in creative style right yeah so yeah so just being surrounded by people like that um, has helped me develop my businesses and, um, you know, pivot as many. I don't even know how many times I've pivoted in my business because there's so many people who have asked me for specific things. And when I um, when I would I, again, I couldn't I didn't know how to say no. So I have all. <laughs> these lists of things and skills that I've been able to develop over the years because of not being able to say no and I'm very thankful for all of that learning that has been that has been done but still <laughs> you know I wish I just stuck to like one thing because in in reality my my business fun forte that's my el my oldest business um we were supposed to just be doing fundraisers and creating fundraiser templates and fundraiser kits and 
anything applied to a fundraiser or fundraising event. So that was my main goal. But mm -hmm. somehow we branched out to doing events and parties and party entertainment and all and everything events, which mm -hmm. is so fun for me still because it's so easy for me. But for other people, it's like, okay, how can we hire you to do this? Doing those types of things. So I stuck to it. But mm -hmm. in my step to just fundraising and uh, people still know me for being able to produce fundraisers and execute them but I wish I cataloged it more I wish I kept track of it more and you know continue to build upon that original idea that I had rather than have all of this outside influence you know get on to me and be like hey you're good at this you can do this too type mm -hmm. of you know outside talk so like, that's one of the main things that I like to tell people who bring out their entrepreneurial journey is like, hey, stick to your original idea and forget what everybody else is <laughs> freaking saying because you're going to end up getting sidetracked and you're going to wish that you stuck to your original idea. And that would have been um, such a, you know, phenomenal feeling for you to feel that. And Yes, I have a lot of successes from the different types of products and services that I've provided, but you know, still that that still lingers on in me. Like, oh, you should you would have been able to have this vast media empire if you just stuck to that. But oh. yeah, it's continuing to build. You know, it's not like I'm putting myself super down for it. Um, another thing too that I I remember um, kind of starting off with was I have always been in arts and media and just really creative with the things that I that I do and that's one of the reasons why I started Beauty Collabs um, as a fashion productions company was more so for myself I was able to express myself in 2021 with all the healing that was kind of doing all you know being done all around the and I was inspired to get a brand and production agency that was more for me. Mm. And that's that's what makes me, you know, think about that idea of, oh, you should have stuck to your original idea for Fun Forte because um, other things could have been done. So mm -hmm. that's why I started Beauty Collabs. I was able to express my artwork and my uh, authorship, my advocacy, mm. and it's so fun being able to do that, you know, to really see like, okay, this is this, even though it's still a business, this mm -hmm. is stuff that I'm producing for myself and not just for myself now, but for the beauty that needed me how many years ago when I was going through all of those top, tough, toxic times. Yeah. So it's really, it's really nice to see how far I've come and where those um, ideas originated. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Oh my God. So much goodness that you're just sharing with us. And oh, I, I love that. Um, not only the fact that really born with the spark to be an entrepreneur into it at such an early age, right? <laughs> um, but expressing that creativity and seeing where it takes you. And the fact that, you know, you have these two, two brands doing not only your creativity, but you're also finding like this heat. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah, it's such an important aspect. <laughs> and I always hear, you know, you hear people say, like, if you grow as a person, start a business because exactly. and start your own business, not not necessarily like a um, what is it, a franchise or something. Franchises, yes, you'll still have your challenges, but 
when you start your own business from your own original or inspired idea, then that's the stuff that will really like you're you're literally gutting yourself and your heart and your brain and everything you're you're gutting yourself to see okay why do I need this idea to work <laughs> and you keep on that you keep at it and you keep at it and then you give up and then you keep at it you keep at it you give up and then you're like why am I in this vortex of whatever the heck is and nothing's working I haven't made a sale you know so there are so many challenges and I think yeah entrepreneurial um, like the entrepreneurial road, it's just such a journey of self-development and self-awareness, uh, mm-hmm. self-discovery. And for me, I like I like the word of self-improvement, but I don't think people need to be improved in any way or another. Like if you're if you already have that idea for your business or you're already working on your business idea or your um, your brands or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. um, that was given to you like you were able to harness that idea because you already have everything that you need to put that in motion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even though you feel like you need more resources, more money, more time, more people, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you have everything that you need to just get started. And that's like the most important part is to just take that inspired action. I love I love how Carrie says that with the FBA was just, just to take that inspired action and you know, to get started on it, like like with your podcast, to just move forward and get ahead of yourself, and um, and because that's where that's where I feel like people, um, kind of stay stagnant is when they wallow in the idea and the what ifs and the whens and the who's the what's the where. Like, forget about all the questions that you have for yourself. Just just mm-hmm. go. You know, fall, fall, and be a. <laughs> Don't be afraid to fall so that you can see where where that muddy path takes you, mm-hmm. even if it's not a path. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild roller coaster, <laughs> more than a path. <laughs> no, but it's so true. And I love that you touched. I feel like we all need to be reminded to just start. We're so in our heads and we're so afraid of thing, or we have like all those excuses as to why we can't start because we're thinking like, what am I going to have like t- t- 20,000 orders? It's like, you're not there yet. Just right. Right. It's scary though, you know, and that's, that's a good thing to be able to be that creative and think about the future and to think about those 20,000 orders. Like, yeah. What if I have 20,000 orders? That's going to be such an amazing thing. Like all, all you is just send an email out and say, Hey, we're on a delay. That's all. That's all that's <laughs> going to happen. You know, like I, I love, I love to just remind myself, like there's this, there's these two words that I always say to myself just to make sure that I'm composed and it's um minor, minor. That's all I like to say to myself. That's something that comes out of my, um I, I'm from the island of Guam, right? And um, my family is also from another part of these other islands. Uh, so there's another island in Saipan. Um, in this in this Marianas chains of islands so we have this like we have these words that we like to say to ourselves and minor sub when minor we say don't worry about it type of thing it's minor mm-hmm. so when I whenever I like to say that to myself I, I just remind myself of minor minor you know and it makes my heart just get smaller and I I am able to just relax myself so I think that's also an important thing to find is a way to just keep yourself grounded and just like not go crazy and not 
not act crazy because again live laugh learn life goes on and it's important because I see so many other people in my industry in regard to events and fundraising and nonprofit the nonprofit industry um my gosh they're in the hospital already and you know like like this is multiple people that I'm talking about who are event planners and they find themselves in the hospitals because they're they're stressed out basically right that's the bottom line is that they're stressed out and when I was observing that I'm like no way I do not want that to be me and yes these are older women and older men than me but still I don't want to be older and get to that point where I'm gonna end up in the hospital just because I'm worrying about what other people think about me or what other what events I'm producing it shouldn't be that way having our business should be fun it shouldn't lead to burnout it shouldn't lead to being stressed out we need to be on this eternal vacation because we are able to set up all these digital assets like automations funnels um, you know let's let the websites work for us that's what they're there for so I'm really thankful to be able to um to be able to see that work for myself and not just for myself, but for my clients as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's so important. And, and you know, you touched on something really good too, that most people think that that hustle culture is what is going to get us to the top, is what's going to get us to achieve our dreams. And yes, working hard, but burning out because of that is a completely different thing right it sucks it and i i can't really say about i i I know what it feels like to be emotionally and spiritually burnt out due to the toxic relationships that i've been in but i have never experienced an entrepreneurial or business burnout if that makes if that makes sense um only because i love what i do it's so fun you know i'm able to get up and get started on working and even like last year too i remember that i didn't do much but i was still able to make money you know and and to um to see myself in this vacation mode, I'm like, yes, this is how I want to live the rest of my life. (laughs) Being loved and laughing and doing whatever the heck I want to do and not actively searching for the next contract. That's how I felt I was always in, you know, like the the life before that. That's, That's definitely what I felt like. I was always in that search for the next contract. How do I do this? How do I do that? And even though I was a very fast and resourceful person, I didn't, I just looked at myself like, no, I do not want to do this anymore. It mm-hmm. is going to end up, I'm going to end up killing myself because I am on that last sliver of air that I'm giving myself. So yeah, I think that's such a important realization for me and anybody else who might be tuning in, you know, um, especially if you've been uh, like, practicing entrepreneurship or on that self discovery mode so instead of self-improvement like what I like to what I like to have people aware about is self-enrichment like where you're at right now you are perfect right of course if you want to learn more you want to do this you want to do that if people are saying hey your your attitude sucks or yes those are things to be self-improved upon if people are complaining about you in your business or you're wondering why you're not getting reviews or things like that. <laughs> Self-improvement is definitely necessary. But I feel like 
self-enrichment allows you to grow within yourself rather like self, self self-improvement versus self-enrichment right so self-improvement means that there's something to improve upon but mm-hmm. self-enrichment would mean that oh hey I'm fine with how I am let's just blitz this up and continue to do more of what I love rather than self-improvement feeling like you always are not enough and I feel like that's where I was able to transition myself um around like 2017 that's when I broke that's when I broke things off with the father of my children so being able to put those boundaries up was so amazing for me you know and um being able to also write about it oh my gosh even through the F- through the FEA I've been able to become um a two-time international best-selling author and this is from meeting the women in the female entrepreneur association so it's such I, I, I like to bring it up I like to talk about it because I feel like when we surround ourselves with people who know what we're going through or who have been there already or are able to anticipate what we're going to be going through like mentors and um like masterminds, things like that. It's so helpful to be able to vent basically Mm -hmm. to other people and let them know what stage of your entrepreneurial life you're in, because there's, that's, that's what they're there for, you know, and, and to, to see all these different women from different ages and backgrounds and stages of their businesses, whether they're young and they're millionaires already, like, Hey, what can I do to learn more from you? You are so inspiring, you know? So I love to be able to stay connected in that sort of sense and um, surround myself with more women like that, more people, not just women. (laughs) (laughs) No, and it's so true because there's so much growth that happens when you're around your people, like whoever that may be, but, you know, not only there to support you, but like you said, vent and understand, like they can understand. Right. Because we, we have our family and friends, right? And or our neighbor, whoever whoever it may be that we're able to see and talk to every day. Like mm-hmm. our family and our friends, they may get it. They may be supportive because you you are you and they want to encourage you, right? Of course, that's if you are blessed enough to have um, a great network of family and friends. But then there's a bunch of other people who do not have those types of people in their lives. And, um, you know, when they have a great idea and they're, they're scared to um, talk to their husband or to talk to their friends, their friend groups, they know that they're going to get shut down. Then man, you gotta, you gotta assess those people (laughs) and see where you're at in that point in time, because you do not want to continue to be living a life like that. And I know how that feels because, oh my gosh, the relationship that I was with, with um, the father of my children, that was a 10 year relationship. And that was so, so, so toxic. And even though he was supportive in my business, it wasn't for me. It was for him because he saw that money was being made and he's like, oh, okay, we can, we can, you know, there's some benefits to this, right? <laughs> so he wasn't supportive in that sense. He was more supportive because he knew that there were benefits coming through. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that. I Only until I broke up with him was when I saw those type, like just as an example, you know, like people can be supportive with you but let's see what their motives are behind that and 
that's why I like to assess the people that I surround myself with. Well, I don't have a choice because my children are with me, right? But when you assess the people that you're with or you assess the people that you're influencing too, it's it just makes so much of a difference to be able to see how, how other people are happy and to if they're happy, ooh, I could be happy too. Let's go see how I can work on that, you know? So one of the things that I really enjoy doing is just reflecting all the time. I'm always in like this mode of self-reflection and looking in the mirror sometimes really hard and not just the mirror, but some, I do this thing where like I go onto a Zoom meeting, right? So something like this. And um, I, all I'm doing is talking to myself. And if I, if I'm having a really tough time with trying to figure it out, I will like record myself on Zoom and blast about whatever it is I'll pretty much have a brain barf of like a virtual brain barf and record it and I feel so much better or I do something like this where I take um sorry this is just one of my scratch papers but I take like this entire you know like a like a sheet of paper and I'll go ahead and write down just everything that's in my head and um before before I knew how to categorize everything it would be super messy. I wouldn't even give myself like categories to, you know, like it looks it looks yeah. like there's an outline to it now, right? But before what I would do was I I I would take a big poster board, um, like something that you would find at a at a supply shop, a huge one. So it would probably be like eight of this. <laughs> and I would just go crazy writing in marker and just just again brain barfing all the time and it helped and little by little I saw to myself that this sheet of paper where I would brain barf at would get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller so I started I started realizing like okay I'm doing pretty well with you know with with managing my stressors or managing things that I wanted to take care of so it was a really nice realization to be able to do these types of exercises because what we were taught to do when we were growing up isn't always going to be the same thing that works. If you're bent, if you were blessed enough to be, you know, raised by counselors or whatever it may be, then that's really cool. But not everybody has those assets, you know. So you really have to dive deep and learn more about yourself in order to know what do I like and what do I what do I don't. Then mm-hmm. that's the basic simplicity of it of and of course there's going to be there's going to be that scale right there's going to be at one end um the things that you like and then at one end the things that you don't and all the things in the middle Mm -hmm. but for me what really helped was to to do more of the stuff that I liked and not even care about all the things that were in the middle unless they were brought up and Mm -hmm. that saved me so much time you know Mm -hmm. I, I forgot who mentioned the quote but uh, it was just like, if it's not an F yes, then it's an F no. Regarding <laughs> <laughs> opportunities or you know, whatever it may be that's coming through life. So it's really fun to be able to express those types of thoughts and ideas now. Because before I would be like, oh my gosh, I, I, I need to do a brain barf now, but I am so tired. I cannot do it. And then months would pass by years would pass by and then I'm like why am I why am I so mentally and spiritually congested you know but it's because of those types of things we need to be able to express ourselves and again going back to the people that we network with and the people that we surround ourselves with if we cannot break away from those people at this specific point in time 
then what can we do to make our head and our heart stronger? And that's, you know, exercises like the brain barf or brain dump. I like I like to call it brain barf, but brain yeah. dumping that people, brainstorming that people like to do. It's um it's really important, especially to journal and to do whatever any type of exercise that you come across um that can help you feel better, you know, mm-hmm. rather than staying in that vortex all the dang time. Yeah, because one day passes and then before you know it, it's been years that you're stuck in that vortex and you're just like, what is going on? Hey, yeah. And so, for example, like in regard to, for example, what in explaining what a vortex is, right? Um, I have had that fun forte business idea since I was um, maybe 2000, maybe it was 2006 that I've had that business idea of um typing up fundraiser event plans making them downloadable templates and then putting it on a website right i've had that idea since since maybe since middle school but um in 2006 when i was in high school i had the idea to make it into a profitable business but i was so scared i was like again i'm just a high schooler who's going to want to buy from me type of you know mentality so it didn't take me until six seven years later in 2013 to really register my business you know and that's an example of the vortexes all these little things that we're telling ourselves that aren't true Mm -hmm. um are possible right they're possible but they're not true because they haven't happened yet like you mentioned the 20,000 the 20,000 orders how oh my gosh how are we gonna deal with that you know it's a good problem (laughs) but um, we get so we get so carried away and we put put ourselves into this cycle of um, not getting anything done towards it mm-hmm. and we get scared and we use that fear as as a as a door holder of like oh no you cannot go through this door mm-hmm. don't don't even try it because you're afraid you know we continue to put ourselves through that and it's very very scary but what's even more scary is not taking action on that idea mm-hmm. you know yeah, because then you get stuck in the, oh, what if or what could have been, but you're too afraid to go through that door, so you'll never find out. Right. Oh, that's the part of life. You got to find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I, I liked how, um, I'm not too sure if it was Carrie that mentioned it, but there was somebody else who who said to just use your fear as fuel. And when I heard that, I was like, yes, that's exactly what I need to do from now on. So I like to become aware of when I'm feeling afraid or what I'm afraid of and use it to amp me up again, like how I mentioned, how I mentioned earlier, like, ooh, just be more excited about it and interested about the what ifs rather than being afraid of it. No, absolutely. And I found too that the fear, it's not that scary. It's more in your head once you're doing it. You're like, oh, that was oh, that's easy. <laughs> what was I so afraid about? It took 10 exactly. years to do this. What? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so with you on that part of realizing that it was so easy, you know, because that's what I, I like how um, that one quote that goes, the start is what stops most people, you know, and it's so true. It's so true because we're again we're just we're just so afraid of the what ifs and um we shouldn't be (laughs) we don't have to be 
No, we shouldn't. And we're both examples. You with your first business as a high schooler and me when I was 19, I wanted to start a podcast. I started it at 28. Like, right. like it took so long though. You know what I mean? But oh yeah. But we're doing it, you know, and that's that's the most important thing. I remember even um my fiance was saying, Oh my gosh, if I just told you I loved you how many years ago when we first met we would have been, you know, X, Y, Z, right? And I'm just like, well, at least we're with each other now. And that's all that matters. Like, it's so, it's just such a prime example of, um, to just, you know, feel feel that fear and do it anyway. Like what he mentioned before too, was that he was just so scared. He was like, what if you were going to, you know, reject me or this and that? And I'm like, well, you would have never known if you didn't just try and, then that's that's me hearing myself now and I'm like you know I need to tell that to myself more often because <laughs> he's like well we would have been 14 years already and I'm just like yeah a lot of things would have been 14 years you know and and even even with me with my business my if, if I started Fun Forte ever since I would have I would have had a, a, a teenager business already and I don't it's just a 10 year old <laughs> So it's it's those type of examples that's really so it's so cute to see as an example, but it's still very painful, you know, mm-hmm. to realize like, oh, my gosh, we could have been in love ever since or we could have had this big business ever since if we just started and stuck to it and been persistent and um, no matter what we go through. So it's I don't know, for me, I really just like to see the the comparing and the contrasting between an idea and what has come to fruition as well as um, what could be so it's so it's so interesting to me to see that yeah and all that you've done too I mean do you ever think about it you're like oh my god I have books I've published books like yeah I have I, I just get so surprised with myself because when I would I would look back and I would um you know see some of the clippings or like a yearbook or if I'm cleaning you know I'm cleaning up around the house and I stumble across like a drawing that I did when I was little I was like wow what the heck this looks exactly like what I'm doing now and or for example I think it was in a yearbook that I um posted up I was reading somebody else's book and um, in the in the the caption under that photo of me when I was probably like a third grader or a fourth grader, it said something like future Arthur future author showcases her um, book and illustrate or her story and illustrations and you know it was just so cute. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, beauty <laughs> then would have been so proud of me, you know, like now. So it's so it's so nice. Sorry. <laughs> found um it's such a profound realization for me and I remember sharing that on social media and people were just like cracking up and just you know also also just um being super proud of me just just as I am proud of myself so it's really really nice to see um your the, the evolution I guess of things you know that come through so yeah definitely that always happens to me and I get so teary-eyed every time something like that happens because it um even though you aren't intentional with things right now like I didn't you know I of course yes I being an author and being an illustrator was something that 
was so nice to me before, but I never was actively pursuing to become an author or an illustrator, if if that makes sense. But now that I am, it's like, yes, it wasn't hard. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't hard at all. It just took some time and dedication and persistence. And that's really all it took. And yes, meeting the right people that helped me um, you know, navigate through it. That was also a major part of things. And um, that's why, that's why I feel again, like going back to the networking thing, it's so important to put yourself in a place where people will be proud of you because those people in that specific niche know how hard it is to become an author, become an international best-selling author to to even just write a word in your in your word document, they know how challenging it is. And um, if they've done it, you can too. So when we surround ourselves with those types of people, you know, it it makes the path less challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's just it's just something that I I continue to tell myself. Like even when I'm doing mentorships or you know, like I'm mentoring um. Like, for example, the create, create and sell. It was so easy for me to tell people like, hey, just, you know, get started. But I forgot to track myself back and say like, okay, how do I continue to help my, the, the ladies in my team move forward? I can't, I can't help them move forward unless I take myself back mm-hmm. and remember where they're at right now. So self-assessment oh my gosh that's one of the best tools that I can continue to recommend and if people aren't too sure what self-assessment is it's really just getting to know more about yourself at this specific point in time um and for me what I like to do is there's like uh, 10 different and and let me just pull it up real quick so I what I do with the brain bar uh, thing right is yes it's a blank sheet of paper but from that blank sheet of paper I have 10 different uh, divisions of my life that I like to categorize I guess and just make it a little bit more uh, neat and organized when I'm when I have things that I'm thinking about um, to reduce my stressors so it's um, the level of or the area of your spirit Um, The things that you do for your growth is another one. The third is your emotions. Uh, The fourth would be, oh, sorry. The fourth, oh, shoots. The fourth would be what you do for fun. The fifth would be what you do for your contributions. Um, uh, For me, giving back is always so important. Uh, The the sixth area of life is relationships. The seventh is love. The eighth is health. And then lastly our career and finance so those are like pretty much the the things that I do or the um the areas of my life that I like to you know focus on when I'm feeling overwhelmed and again if I'm feeling overwhelmed or yucky or icky then okay I got a brain barf you know and um again it's just such an important exercise to 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 put through and you can brain barf about anything it doesn't have to be about those specific divisions of life that um that I mentioned Mm -hmm. it's just that when you do the brain barf you'll start to see that all of the things that you're worried about are within those specific categories (laughs) (laughs) that's so helpful I am totally gonna try this next time I'm like overwhelmed I'm like I'm gonna take space and do this (laughs) 
Right. And don't be surprised if you take hours on it, because I remember there was one time I did a brain barf and I spent almost 24 hours on my um, Word document. And, you know, like you can you can see how many how much time you spend on a document, because when you go to the Word or Google properties of your of your app, right, you can see, OK, how much time did you spend on this document? And I freaked myself out because I spent almost a day's worth of time on one question. And that one question was, why do I not want to write my autobiography? That was it. So after that, there were so many different levels that just kept popping up and things that I was crying about and writing about, typing about. And I was like, wow, I have so much work to do. <laughs> I have so much healing to do, not, not necessarily work, but healing work, inner work to do. And it was so beautiful to me because I took it a little bit at a time and I paced myself on it. You know, I didn't rush myself on doing this inner work and I think that's what kind of helped me again move forward right move forward with with writing my book and even though I'm not done with my autobiography yet it's still in the process of getting there and people have pre-ordered they're waiting probably some of them are going to listen to this podcast like yes girl where the heck is it you know we've been waiting for two years or three years already that type of that, <laughs> that type of deal so I'm very thankful for the people who are like that because they know that it was just a pre-order. They know that it's just something, you know, that I'm doing for myself. That's something from the heart. And I think that's what's going to happen for any type of business idea that you try or that you experiment with is the people who pre-order from you or who are engaged in, as an audience with you. They look forward to it because they love you. They're buying a bit of your heart you know and when they do that they're they're not they're not so worried about the product they don't care how it looks they don't care what it is they just love to support you and your mission going forward and your life and um just just to you know fall fall back on that it's like just start just start and see well, where, where your audience will take you because they are the ones who will be building your business and that also brings me to the thought of like how people are saying that they're self-made, you know, millionaires, billionaires, whatever it may be. Nobody's self-made. We're all sharing this economy with each other. And um, you wouldn't be where you're at without the people who are supporting you with their own hard-earned money, you know? Yeah. Something I like to talk <laughs> about. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that because um, I know Carrie mentions uh, this, your super fans, like they just, yeah. they love you and go find those people that are your people. And right. So often we're like, oh my God, where am I going to find these people? Who are they? Like, okay. Newsflash yeah. everyone, it's you. Right. It starts with you. You have to be your biggest fan first. And I'm so glad that you brought that up too, because I remember when I was um, like a business mentor and team leader with the Female Entrepreneur Association, um, there was this, we had a challenge and then there was this one lady who was a, in our chat, in, in the challenge and there's thousands of people in Carrie's challenges, right? So um, I remember she was just kind of bashing one of our other team members and she was like, you know what, if you guys weren't getting paid, you wouldn't be here. And I'm like, whoa, that's where I need to stop you right there. Because 
we love this association. We love the Female Entrepreneur Association so much that we do not have to be paid to be here. And that's the difference between, you know, the super fans and the people who are just employed is that I will be a part of the Female Entrepreneur Association because those are my people. That's my flock, you know, like they are female entrepreneurs and yes we're associated okay that's great but we are all going through similar things and some of us are where we want to be you know like some of some of those people are where we want to be so why not why not stay a part of this type of organization and I think um what she was mentioning was to find uh a hundred super fans something like that or a thousand super fans I remember it was one one or the other but it's such a cool concept because it's so true to get those people and it starts off with you and you have to love yourself in order to do that or you have to be brave enough to show that you're finding out who you really are and those are the people you you'll get you'll get more traction that way and being brave and being transparent and um showing people the rawness and realness of becoming a better version of yourself that you really want to be um again not through self-improvement but through self-enrichment right (laughs) yeah oh I love how that tied in so well (laughs) yeah oh but no it's, it's so powerful and you know if to the listeners if you don't have your community yet go go and find that community you know you'll you'll find your people and you'll know when you find them because you're gonna feel so understood and you're gonna be able to relate to what they're talking about and, and be like you said like be a super fan of that group too if it resonates with you exactly exactly and you'll see that you're spending so much time in those types of places because um the, the the places that you're spending the most time at that's where you're going to be like okay this is this is my flock too this is where I need to be this is home mm-hmm. and I I would um just from what I can recall is you know like my family and friends will be like how come you're talking about the FEA so much and I'm like because that that's where it's at <laughs> oh my god yeah we're obsessed in case you guys haven't noticed like <laughs> right oh my god no oh, no so much goodness and it's just a journey that we're on you know and regardless of where we're at it's just it's the exciting part of it we don't know what's gonna happen next what opportunity right. we're gonna say yes to and you know you're such a great example of that because it's you've done oh I'm just so impressed with what you've been doing and it's really crazy how oh, you thank, you. Out, right? <laughs> thank you yeah I, I feel like I've just been pretty brave since I was a little girl because because of the dynamic of being the eldest is just like oh I'm free to roam you know <laughs> free to fall free to roam free to get hurt whatever I'm brave enough to experience it and I'm gonna keep doing that for myself so it's it's important for people to just realize what it is that brings them joy and if they're in that mode of disgust then get out of it find a way to find a way to leave you know you don't want to keep putting yourself in that in that situation or that toxicity because sometimes we don't realize it it's just ourselves that are that's brewing that you know Mm -hmm. oh it is and just noticing that 
noticing that you are in that place and to get out of it, I think awareness is really important. Right, definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, Beauty, it has been incredible talking with you today, but please let the listeners know where they can go and find you and follow you and just go and say hi. Ooh. Hi. There you go. You're back. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So um, in regard to, you know, trying to find where I'm at, if anybody needs any assistance with anything regarding fundraising or event planning, um, nonprofit training, as well as self-enrichment, you know, advice, uh, they can follow me online where the major social media outlets like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, I like to connect more one-on-one -on -one with people. So I'm fine with giving out my, my phone number because it's, I, I love WhatsApp. That's my favorite thing. So it's, um, one six seven one seven eight eight nine six six five, And you can WhatsApp me there. Just let me know that you have been listening to, you know, Lydia's podcast so that I know that it's, that that's where you're coming from. Right. Because sometimes people will just be like, Hey, hi, <laughs> like, okay, who are you? Um, so just let me know that that's where you received my number from so we can chat a little bit more about the content that you've been listening to on her on her podcast and um wherever it is that you found me so yep and the spelling of my name is b-e-a-u-d-y um and then the last name is camacho but that last name's changing <laughs> next month yeah so, yeah so excited but yes, thank you so much for having me. And I'm so glad to see that our, you know, visions and our dreams are moving forward again with, with where we thought we would be. And it's just so important to be able to continue to stick together and cheer each other on. And I followed you too at all, on all of our business and our brand um, socials. So I'm very excited to see all the other things that you have going forward too. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Beauty. And to all the listeners, the links and everything and her phone number, it will be in the show notes for all of you to go and say hi as well. So thank Yay. you so much, everyone. And have a lovely day. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Today's episode was sponsored by my Create Daily Joy course on Udemy, where you can learn how to put yourself first and find the path to a happier you. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you know where the next one airs. And feel free to tell a friend about it as well. Thank you so much and have a lovely day.